0: The the thing about this weekend is it's my dad's birthday and father's day. Those always line up, so that's why. I got him a card for each. I'll probably get him a present too, actually. I haven't gotten him a present in years because of money, not because like I don't care. You don't love your dad. That's my That's my favorite thing about uh Well, I assume the uh show has begun. Welcome back to uh, late night with Big and WoW. <laughs> I should say before I continue, before we just record five minutes of useless audio. Hey, uh, happy uh, welcome back Day. <laughs> It's another Friday, aka the Thursday, uh, right before the Friday, <laughs> because we're late. Um, we usually record these on, like, Monday, and Mia just last night was like, yeah, we don't have a podcast. I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah, because normally we have, uh, two filming days a week, and this time we only have the one on Sunday. Right. Which I didn't even think about i forgot that happened yeah it's been a while yeah it's it's been a while since we've been in our normal big whap big groove because i've been working on cosmic emerald and my new job irl that i've been doing and mia's been uh fitting multiple thumbs up her ass yeah so we've been busy and difficult we're still here we're still grinding we're still here just for you even though we were here for you like two months ago, and that's all the content you're seeing. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part
1: of fitting multiple uh, thumbs up your ass is finding uh, willing thumb donors. Indeed, it's really been the most difficult
0: part. Uh, I'll finish since it's probably in the episode. I'll, I'll finish what I was saying though. I was just saying that my my favorite, the reason gift giving is so gift giving is like a super important part of any holiday for me. Sorry, it's it's like like. Like, receiving, like, exchanging, receiving and giving gifts is, is cool, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. I love, like, showing up for, as in terms of giving, uh, especially around, like, Christmas. So, just because, and my family celebrates Christmas in a very, like, not, in a very, like, passive way. We're not, like, Christians like that. Yeah. Um, Christmas for us is just about, like, the family get-together and, and stuff and the spirit and, and stuff. It's all about Family got them backwoods in my back pocket i've done a bruce willis try harder die harder sorry i uh killed bill for a second i just love giving it yeah so like last time i remember last time i had like regular income around the holidays well kind of regular income kind of a credit card that you shouldn't buy if you're if you, I don't know why you would be, but if you're a parent and you're or like a future parent and you want to you want be a parent, if you in any capacity in the next like 70 years will be a parent, don't give your fucking 18 year old kid a credit card. Don't, you're fucking dumb if you do. Why would you do that? You're just going to fuck their entire life up in their 20s. And that's not personal. That's just objective. Anyway. I got a a debit card <laughs> when I was
1: like, but like 16 or 17, got like a bank account and a mm-hmm. debit card. And I'm now 21 and I still don't have a credit card. And I know I need to get one for multiple purposes, <sighs> but I just, I have never gone around to uh, getting a credit card.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm thankful for you that you don't have one yet because they're fucking I don't really have a reason
1: they... to use it. Exactly. The only reason I would need it is if I was going to go to a hotel or something.
0: If I was, I was like 18, I had millions of reasons I could make to use it. So I did. Um, that's what I bought my VR headset with and so anyway my point was that around like that year around Christmas I had steady well I mean steady income for an 18 year old who's shitty with money and I had money incoming steady as a sinking ship gliding smoothly to the depths as steady as a car that just flew off the bridge (laughs) um and I had the credit card money, so I got, like, everybody three gifts, and I was like, this is lit, this is awesome. I love, like, showing up like that at Christmas, being like, I got- I am Santa Claus. I got everybody, basically, yeah, I like to be, like, the Santa of the group, and it's not, it's, it's not a pride I thing, it's not a showing Christmas. up thing.
1: The, 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 the Grinch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that scene. The, 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 the Grinch. Yeah, I remember. I was like so excited. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like that is—it's just a huge like. The holidays are my favorite thing ever. For that reason, like starting around how ha- like the preparation for Halloween is when it starts for me, and it goes to like New Year's, yeah. and then from then until school starts is like just cleaning up uh, that season. But the the last holiday season in twenty twenty two was really. Fun. I had a, I had a great time. I had, um, I had a boyfriend at the time and and spending that time with him was really cool. He met my family. It was really fun. We're not together anymore, but at the time it was really awesome. And like, we got to celebrate my birthday. It was my first birthday out as trans as Emmy. It was super fun. And Christmas was really cool too. I got my, I got my like most girly Christmas. I got a bunch of cool girly stuff for Christmas and it was really fun. But in it, that was in, in like 2019 is when I got like everybody like three gifts and that's like the one year I've been able to do that. And I um I also get like gifts. I'm I'm like the worst. I'm not it's not like the worst, but I get I get the gifts that have like meaning. I don't get like material things that are expensive or cool. I get like stuff that like people will cherish because of how it connects us. It's about
1: the thoughtfulness.
0: So like I made my sister I didn't make my sister. I showed my sister starlight brigade in like 2018 at one point i showed her starlight brigade and she fell in love with that song and she used it as like a motivator forever and she still loves it obviously but i got her a starlight brigade shirt for that christmas um with like the art on it from the twerp store and she so i like i got her that and i got her i think i got her like a steven universe shirt too because that was the year we both got into it uh so i got her that stuff and i was like we both connect over these two things i wanted you to have this stuff and, uh, so I, I got like that kind of stuff. I got my mom, I, I had just gotten back into college that year. So I got my mom like a sweatshirt of the college I was going to, uh, to be like, you know, you can be like, now you can like wear the merch of the school that, that we, that I go to. So that was really fun. So I liked doing that. And I, I would do the same thing for like, you know, if we had like a big, wide, big office, I'd do like the same thing. I just, uh, very much enjoy spending my money on others. uh, Mr. Beast style, but in a much more low key way, like, uh, like junior beast
1: i i tend to if i have disposable income a good a good majority of time that's going to end up if there's nothing that's like immediately that i want then it'll go towards like somebody else typically because i i just have enough shit yeah. that i don't really like the only time i really want to buy stuff right. is if it's like something that i need or like a replacement part like, I don't or know, something like,
0: like zelda tears of the kingdom yeah like tears of the kingdom you know, metroid, yeah exactly whatever, whatever metroid prime yeah. remastered whatever, <laughs> hey I, I don't have metroid <laughs> prime remastered but i want it i considered i considered it today god it's only 40 today was my first uh today was my first paycheck from my new job for context uh so i got paid a good sum i unfortunately only got paid like half of a normal paycheck because i only got paid for my first week uh which was still lit still still really good amount more than I've ever been paid for one week, uh, believe it or not, which is nice. hilarious because it's not even that much. But I'm making more at this job than I ever have. I'm, I'm, in a really, I'm in a really lucky place right now. I'm very thankful. But I have had for a long time, for a really long time, like since I was a kid, I remember making this plan. I've had plans to like pay back people who have helped me in my life for different things. I've had plans to like save up big sums of money and just drop it on them one day and be like this is yours, this is for this is Mr. Payment Beast. Everything Mr. Beast, this is my million dollars for you know influencing me. I hope that you keep it and don't give it away because it means so much to me. I yeah, I still have a ton of people that like one day when when I'm making bank eventually whether it's whether whether it's probably through Big Big and or Cosmic Emerald and and whatever else I'm doing. The lottery. Uh yeah, gambling, gambling, uh, stealing from kids' elementary school lunchboxes. I don't know why um, we
1: bother. Like, yeah, why why we bother making content out of big wow big when we could just take the Patreon money and go gamble it? That's true. <laughs> we go to Vegas
0: and get, gamble just and win get millions money. of dollars because we're it, It's just like, why would you not? I'm gonna win Vegas. Like, I'm gonna buy. 10,000 CSGO cases so I can sell three knives for $700. <laughs> I've never... You know what, actually, when I was like 15, I went on a CSGO case haul just because I was really into watching those videos at the time. Oh, yeah. I, only, I only played the most minimal amount of CSGO, though. I think back then I only played like bot matches just for fun. Uh, I never played online. I wasn't... I was My, my first PC, PC shooter that I really gave a shit about competitively was Overwatch uh and that started in twenty seventeen and went until like went until like the beginning of twenty nineteen ish. And then uh I fell off of that once I started going back to school and stuff in twenty nineteen. Uh or I guess started going to school. That would have been the first time I went to college. Reintegrating with society. No time for Overwatch. Yeah. No time to grind. Have to have to do education. Winton. Yeah, I have had uh, that plan for a long time. I mean, it's it's the same with, like, I've had plans to do, like, big charity events and stuff, and I still want to do those. I'm just, like, trying to grow my... I'm trying to farm my content right now so I can grow my channel and then uh, be able to do stuff like that, and I'm sure we as Big Wow Big will do stuff Cultivate like that, too. Cultivate is, and- is
1: a better word,
0: because there's content
1: farms that are just, like uploading movie clips to
0: tiktok i'm trying to create what my channel is like known for and i'm trying to like right
1: we're we're approaching climax
0: i'm building upon the foundation that my uh channel is laid upon so that i can continue to thrive in the in the numbers so that we can grow you're just gonna keep stroking big wow big until it comes and it is a quite Quite pre-cummy. We are growing very uh we're growing quite quickly right now. Well, uh steadily. We're steadily growing. A couple watery drops have leaked out and we're like, oh I'm gonna come I don't think you answered me, but did you see the video Chandler sent in the boomer server yesterday, the friend server? I don't think I did. It's the fucking weirdest video. I don't even think I can describe it to you without show I have to show you after this podcast um before we do our other thing but it's literally this streamer just has like texas oh on. yeah he sent that to me but, on tiktok yeah and he has like i guess you can like pick what voice it is yeah and somebody just did spongebob saying oh gary oh gary i'm about to go <laughs> oh god oh god oh, i can't do spongebob but it's just imagine that. yeah but spongebob so imagine Spongebob violently orgasming. Have you seen orgasming. the...
1: There's a, a TikTok live stream. I don't know if it's just TikTok, but the um the Spongebob AI, the infinite Spongebob.
0: I think so. And there's like, that sounds familiar. There's like this
1: one clip that like became... I think I've seen uh, it. That like garnered more attention from it because it's not just an AI thing fed off of Spongebob, yeah. uh, but there's also like a Discord <laughs> apparently that it like takes prompts from. Oh. So that's why like it's you know, it's <laughs> not as like... Uh, like AI doing its own weird thing, as much as something like Seinfeld AI. Uh, even though that still was able to be prompted in its own weird way, uh, fed like bad information, but like yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more more fabricated the uh, the SpongeBob AI's <laughs> weirdness because it's prompted by people for the most part, and so people are like, whoa, the <laughs> it's crazy that the Squidward AI was like. August 26, 2036, the heat death of the universe, August 26, (laughs) 2036, and there's like, yeah, that would be weird if it did that on its own, but the fact that there's a discord full of people that are like telling Spongebob to say snort coke off a hooker's ass, like, it's it's not, it's not doing it on its own, it's like, wow, look what this crazy thing this parrot said, yeah, did the parrot say that, did somebody say it to the parrot and then the parrot said it? I don't think it came up with that on its own, did it now?
0: Oh, man. Heyo. Heyo. Oh, you know what I want to do? Oh, uh, I have a Discord Nitro again so I can play any of these sound effects. Yay. I was going to say I should server boost this server so we can get more sound effects in here. I'm just happy I got a fucking refill on my medicine today. I needed it. Get a refill on your money, Sin. They actually were calling me and they were like mad that I wasn't coming to get it yet. And I was like, I'm fucking getting to it. Holy shit. Relax.
1: I've lucked out with uh, one of my medications that's like I got i I get one of my medications in a three month supply and the other in a 30 day supply because one of them I can't get through the mail, which sucks because uh, it's you know ADHD medications restricted or a controlled substance, so can't correct. It can't be sent through the mail, so I can't get a three month supply of it at a time, even though that would be cheaper. I have to get it every month from the pharmacy. Um, and so I got that refilled a couple weeks ago. And when they refilled that, they also refilled my antidepressants. And I was like, man, I still got, like, a month's supply of my antidepressants. I don't need, like, the second bottle that they, like, refilled here and now. It's just going to end up in, you know, it's, like, kind of like a shampoo conditioner kind of issue where you'll just, like, have so much shampoo, but you've run out of conditioner so quickly. But it, it turned out in my favor because I looked in my bottle of antidepressants today. I was like, hey, that's, like empty in, like, a couple days, and the weekend's coming around, meaning that I won't be able to get, like, my prescription from my doctor over the weekend, uh, and also it being over the mail, meaning that I wouldn't arrive immediately. But I remembered, hey, I have the extra that I got from the pharmacy, because they filled that at the same time. So I just have that
0: nice yeah. overstock, and I don't have to worry about that. I also picked up, with my Adderall, a, a refill on my antidepressants, because um, I was running low on those I got for some reason it's like a like my my anxiety bipolar and depression meds come from someone and then my ADHD comes from someone else and those are like my daily meds and I usually get like the anxiety and bipolar medicines those usually get refilled at the same time and then the other two vice versa for some reason even though they're not connected at all they just seem to run out around the same time but I also had some antidepressants left over not that many though I just poured them in the new bottle uh to fill it out so that I had them but I've probably got like a little over 30 days of those now just (laughs)
1: putting the the extra over into the next bottle and it's like yeah one for you two for me
0: (laughs) I showed you my uh anxiety meds were dead overfilled and so I I've had those for I, I will have those for quite some time yeah they gave you they gave you mountain medicine in that bottle yeah like yeah they like bbc'd my fucking medicine they should just, just do um it. uh
1: one of those like money or like ticket tornado things where you have to like that, that
0: pussy she's a motherfucker
1: yeah <laughs> you just have to like go in this like wind box and just catch prescriptions and however many you can catch in the one minute is how many you get for the next month.
0: Yeah. this is just, uh... This is just, like, for elementary schools, they should, uh... Just have, like, a flying, uh... Flying cage of food stamps, uh, food stamp cards, and just, like, let them grab them as many as they can. Be like, ooh, looks like Stacy doesn't get to eat this weekend! Oh, sorry! <laughs> I think they should, uh, load,
1: like individual pills into those like baseball launchers for like training
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> like the oh yeah you gotta yeah, like yeah. stand
1: down range at a batting
0: cage and like catch it that would fucking suck <laughs> have you ever seen oh that reminds me have you ever seen the video of the kid in the batting cage that he like hits he, like hits the baseball and like lands right back on the fucking tee i um, Maybe? And he's like holy shit it's it's actually really epic he's like oh my fucking it's really funny. I don't know. I get
1: I get a lot less videos like that on my like recommendeds than you do. Cause I've seen your yeah. I when my YouTube recommended is all like you know, like stream VODs of like all kinds of games, whatever, a couple streamers that I watch and then like some science videos, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you'll show me something on YouTube and your recommended page will be like Epic! Epic student <laughs> does whatever. Sports moments. Cool, all swag.
0: My, yeah, my homepage is usually just, um, it's usually full of like continue watching a bunch of different shit, or it's full of like Tim the Tatman videos, or it's full of like, uh, the, the reason it's usually full of Tim the Tatman videos too is because I watch a lot of his streams, so it's like extended content. Oh, and it's then controversial, you can't let anybody know you watch Tim the
1: Tatman m- right now.
0: Marketplace, too, yeah, I know. I'm not, we're not gonna talk about that. God, I don't no. care. Um, I don't care about either of those men. I don't want to talk about that right now. What's on my homepage right now? If I go there, let's see. Uh, What's with this homepage? Tim. Just hit my girl. There's a lot of there's a lot of like wrestling list videos. Here's a here's some wrestling news. Here's like a commentary YouTuber. Here's like a like some kind of like just it's called goodbye phase clan. I don't know, fucking literally could not give less of a shit here's fortnite on <laughs> fortnite chapter four season three rtx forty ninety twenty four 24 gigabytes whoa one second from every spider-man movie <laughs> that's on my own page i gotta watch that mia also knows i i go through and extensively clip my youtube content i have a, do, yeah. I have a great library of clips i enjoy uh i often bring i often bring groups of them in swats to uh Show Mia whenever whenever we meet up to film stuff. I
1: never have uh, clips or whatever, anything to show because nobody watches the content that I watch. So there's, so I don't yeah. share none of it. That really stinks. What am I? Mine. What am I going to share? The uh, clip from from Vine Sauce Vinny? Fucking go spin! Nope.
0: Mia's like, I like German and Star Trek. Yay! <laughs> 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 I mean, hey, I'm I'm I used to, as a kid, I would watch the same shit over and over, and that was, like, like, I mean, like, I would watch the same DVD movies, like, over and over. I'm, I'm very much repetitive in my content consumption. I mean, it's, like, Mia and I have very different approaches to when, like, artists release new albums. Like, I usually listen to the whole thing over and over. I add my favorite songs to the, to, to my playlists and shit. I update all my shit whenever new stuff comes out, and you can describe your side of that i'm not sure
1: yeah it's just that when exactly how to when whenever i come across new music it usually just gets added into like a collection of whatever i enjoyed from before and it takes a lot of like mental effort for me if i'm if i'm going to be like enjoying new music then right. it's going to be because i i got to a point where i was familiar enough and tired enough of uh the music i was listening to that i want to add something new into like my playlists and what i'm listening to every day mm-hmm. but right, right. you know unless i have i've reached that point then if if i listen to a new album all the way through i'm probably gonna end up liking that album i'm gonna listen to all the songs on it over and over again put that in my playlist and then i'll listen to that album for like months and months and months before i'm tired of it and want something new so that's just what i listen to like i i haven't listened to the new uh like kill bill or rav or anything like that because like there was a red vox album that dropped in march this year and i've just been listening to that that's been like if i feel like listening to music i'll listen to something that i already know that i like and i Mm -hmm. don't tend to go outside of that unless i'm Explicitly like
0: see- like seeking something new. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always one to jump on new stuff because I'm always, it, it like, I like mingling fresh content with my current content. So it works really well. I, I, I often, I often mix different kinds of music and playlists that I just feel like vibe together, and it's it's nothing in particular; they're all completely different kinds of songs. I just like enjoy all of those at the same time and i I jump like that, and I'm sure any neurotypical person would fucking hate my playlists but you know, I mean, if you uh, were to, uh, I don't know those people, so I don't care. If you were to condense our two different styles of
1: taking in new things and like consuming new content, uh, mm-hmm. the like the easiest clear defined line between that, I use I use NVIDIA Studio drivers, and you use Game Ready.
0: Oh well, no, I switched to Studio after oh, you, you told me about Oh, you did switch to it. the Studio. Yeah. Um. Mia, Mio is like the Studio ones are better. If I, I tend to go with the that. more, the more,
1: st- like whatever stable version of whatever. Th- I, I just, uh, a thing that's happened in between last podcast and this one, I've put Linux Mint, uh, on my laptop and that's been fun. <laughs> turns out that, uh, sound fun. liar. yeah, it turns out that it's not the easiest thing. The reason why it's not fun is because AMD, it just doesn't fucking care to support Radeon drivers anymore. Um, and they haven't for like six years. And so if I, I wanted to use that laptop as like being able to do like light editing while I'm out and about, uh, you know, like put together clips or whatever else. That's just really, really short light work that could be done on a laptop. Put together some clips. Just going to put together some clips. The problem is I would have to use DaVinci Resolve because that's a lot lower in power. Um, and I do want to learn just how to use that in general because, you know, Adobe, Yeah, I hate that software. But the problem is I just can't get the correct GPU drivers because my laptop has an integrated GPU in Radeon, whatever, integrated graphics. So it doesn't detect as its own device by Mm -hmm. Linux. So I have to get the specific drivers for that, and I can't find the specific drivers for that or anything that's been supported in the past six years and i keep trying to find drivers for it and then it makes the entire laptop break because they're old drivers that are fucking busted hell yeah it's awesome i love it i honestly at this point might just have to use fucking (sighs) might just have to use an older version of premiere i don't even know i
0: have no yeah i i kind of used to i used to be a lot more like that i used to try and maximize every device i had for content creation or anything like that i have grown so... I've kind of talked about this before, at least with me. I've talked about it, but I've grown so casual with making content that it does not matter in any capacity as long as I'm able to, like, be in front of the camera. I guess, like, the editing studio is where I'm, like, the most cinematic, but it doesn't... I, I don't think of, like, what I make as, like, filmmaking or whatever. It's just what I make. I don't... I make videos. I don't treat them like they're special. I make them... I I treat them like they're special in the moment, I guess, but when I'm editing a video, I am watching it and coming up with ideas as I'm watching it and then adding those edits, unless it's, like, something very obvious, like subtitles, which is something new I'm doing. Right now, I'm working on a new video for Cosmic Emerald that's really long, and I'm adding subtitles to every part, which is going to take a long time, and I added subtitles to some parts already because it was really funny, like, for example, if you've seen the Chandler Raging at Pokemon clip that's just me sitting and rolling around in my chair while he, uh, rages, I uh, added subtitles to that and it's a lot funnier now. And, uh, I think think you're the only one that's seen it, actually, but it's really funny and so I was like, oh, this really does, I I didn't think, like, bubbly subtitles, like, really added that much. I, I knew that they added to, like, algorithm push, but I didn't think they, like, really added that much to the content itself, but uh, I've been, I've, I've been uh, humbled, so I started, I started working that into my, I'm, I'm making uh, called what I call the Cosmic Emerald Ultimate Compilation, and so I'm working on that right now, and each clip has, like, different, like, edits, and it's kind of been helping me get into the idea of making stream highlights, which is a direction I've been heading with my channel, and I already have some ideas for that but I've not I've not done anything major with that yet so nothing nothing official to be like I'm doing this and I'm doing that I'm All not this stuff Yeah I I'm am just uh, doing it I'm just doing what I can I'm unfortunately
1: every everything that I edit every video that I work on has to be treated like it's special and like Every mm-hmm. everything that I do has to be the best thing I've ever done, because mm-hmm. I physically cannot half-ass anything. The way my brain yeah. works is that if I'm if I am not doing something the way that I know I can do it at like what I know would yield the best results, then to me I'm doing it wrong. If I'm mm-hmm. and even if that's like sometimes an unreasonable thing, like those those measures to. Uh, To make it, like, as good as I know I can make it, then, Mm -hmm. like, it just doesn't, I, I, like, physically just can't do that. My brain just don't, it won't do it. I don't think that's unreasonable. Well, it's, like, the, uh, the extent at which it gets taken at, like, overcooking some stuff sometimes and, like, sitting on videos too long and it, it it generates a lot of anxiety for me, a lot of the procrastination that I have around, uh, like a lot of the lack, lack of motivation around things like editing, uh, that I end up having. Yeah, is that I, I'm I'm stuck in this kind of way where I have to make everything as good as I know I can make it, even if that isn't the required result. Even if good enough is great in that circumstance. And it just mm-hmm. has to be passable for it to be good. I still have to like slave over every detail and just like pour right. my heart into like every minute thing. Because if I'm not doing that, then it it doesn't feel like I'm doing it right. But that comes with its own set of stress from that. Because then when it's difficult to do those things, then I feel like I can't do those things. And it like... It, it like gets me down, like how much, how, how high I set my own expectation versus yeah. the output that I'm capable of doing. And so like, I, I get hard like, on yourself, yeah. St- yeah, I get like stunlocked by this of like I, mm. wanting to make it as good as possible. But that, that fear of not being able to do it as good as I know I can and not being able mm. to like bring it to that level ends up keeping me from doing it at all. It's a vicious cycle.
0: Yeah, I just trust myself because of the groove I got into last summer when I was making like the food tier list and the fucking Mika interview and um, the Mika interview really inspired me to do more. And again, I still have like, I still have like my next guest lined up and still just haven't finished prepping that episode because I've been so busy and that's under completely understandable circumstances. Nobody's shocked by that, but It's hard to feel like I'm doing, I'm usually, when I'm hard on myself, in terms of content, it's usually on the output itself, not, like, the content, because I know that I make good content when I do, it's just the falling off the grind for me, that I'm like, I've fallen off, I need to get back on the saddle and start making videos again, Mm -hmm. but to some degree you have to, like, look at yourself and be like, you're busy, And that's fine. You need to chill. And so I've taken, I've gotten good at working with myself on anything like that. I mean, anything truly because of how much shit I, I used to just like, and I mean, sometimes I still do it, but I'm I'm able to pull myself out of it nowadays, but I often will like make up really anxious scenarios in my head and then get mad about them even though they don't exist or get like upset about them. And nowadays, I'll just be like, I'm making this up. <laughs> it's not real. And like, that's it. It's not. It's really not. Like, we make, we make so much shit up in our heads that upsets us, and it's so stupid, and it's so not True. worth worrying about. Because it's not real. It's not real. It's fake. You're, you're worrying about nothing. Your yeah. anxiety is a complete fad. Like, real tough situations people are in are, are very different, but the anxiety created around it is much stronger than it often needs to be because it will just pester the situation into your head over and over with a hammer and then it's all you can think about instead of like a way out or like what's next like a lot of people think too far ahead or too far behind or focus on what they're not doing in the moment instead of anything else Uh so worrying about the worst is keeping you from being your best for me it's like, I can't I can't explain how I got around all of this because it took years of, like, shit and going through shit, so I can't, like, just explain that in this podcast, but just know that if you're feeling, like, a ton of anxiety around something you're doing or you're just, like, I'm not doing enough, that you will figure it out, you just need to, like, you just need to get to the point of which you will let yourself figure it out. Because once you clear your head and you start and you start being able to actually think about it, then, then you will realize what you will realize what is actually the problem and you'll be able to handle it because it really gets so blown out of proportion by our own anxieties. And that's not to say that anxiety is like ridiculous or, or not real, or you shouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Of course you should worry about it. But thing that's what things like therapists and medications are for. And, support systems and, and stuff you know like a lot of people like a lot of people say and i agree that if if your birth family is not we get to make our own families so you know if the people if the family you were born into is not your family then that's not your family you know if your friends are your family your friends are your family if you have like a community you're a part of that feels like your family then that's your family i have a lot of groups in my life i would consider family but none of them are like family but a lot of them aren't like Like I obviously consider my family family, like my parents and my siblings, but you know, I have a lot of other people I consider family and they're not my family. They, They weren't they weren't popped out the same pussy line I was. So just don't let yourself get yourself down. I think the key things of getting around
1: anxiety, the like big the big factors that are important to either overcoming it or avoiding it, is that Anxiety is, you know, a form of fear. It's it's a fear of the unknown yeah. that manifests even into the things that you do know. That That's it's true. even even if you have like a whole bunch of knowledge on one thing and something that was causing anxiety gets resolved, if you just keep having more questions, your brain keeps having more questions and keeps wondering about like where that situation goes from there, then you're just going to keep having anxiety over it even if the initial thing that you were anxious about is over and past. right it just continues on finding more and more threads to keep pulling at uh yeah and so it will eat you alive yeah that that fear of the of the unknown is where like a lot of anxiety stems from for a lot of people uh mm. and i think a big thing of of avoiding that is just like i i think just ignoring it a lot of times and finding something yeah. else to actually like think about and worry about or sometimes like yeah, for some of... people like positive affirmations can work if you know if you just want to like cut off those threads and just make it's like nope, it'll be fine. Right. It's there's like there's no reason to ask these questions and have these worries. Or Your even voice is a
0: lot more powerful than you think it is truly. It it is like like I just said earlier like I often will talk myself out of anxieties because I know that they're not real in the back of my head and I can't push that voice forward to speak ahead of my anxieties. It's possible. That's what I was going to say It's possible as much as, as much as you don't think it is, but I'll let let you continue. Yeah. It's
1: that like having that, that rational voice and just letting that be not, not to like a level where you're detached from everything, but like take smaller pieces of information that you process throughout your day and think about them, and process them just as you as you go right. about doing your your daily regimen you you wake up, you know, get ready for work regional. or school or whatever. just like process what you're doing and think about what you're about to do, and then think about like what's happening while you're doing it and what happens when you're done with it, and just get used to having that like that rational kind of process of understanding like this is something that's going to happen this is what's going to right. happen while it happens here's how i'll feel after and just let that be like a like a present part of your day and this is of course you know uh applicable mostly just if you have severe anxiety or if it's just something that you struggle with then you know you don't you right. don't have to keep this going at just like if, if you're not like dealing with this, but just, just try to have like that voice. Uh,
0: it's, it's helpful for me with, or, you know, if your ADHD feeds your anxiety too, cause that can yeah. create the more sporadic thoughts.
1: It's a helpful thing for me. Uh, the fact that I tend to process things in thought and in words more so than I process it in emotion. Uh, yeah. Or if I do have you an emotion, you sure do talk a
0: lot more than our friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, you uh, sure do do that. Yeah, you talk. Uh, but if I have like, if there's something going on that like is <clears throat> whatever like thing that you would eat, you would normally feel as like an emotion, uh, oftentimes that will like manifest as thoughts for me, as like either like a like a vocal mm-hmm. word or like some. There's usually some mental thing about that. Um, and right. so that's that's a helpful thing for me being able to like know where that is in my brain and the fact that all of those thoughts since they're like vocalized in my head before I feel them then I can have that sort of like internal dialogue like with myself about it that I I right. don't just like feel
0: anxious I hear my anxiety and can like speak to it. Yeah another another good acknowledgement is like if you like talk yourself through your anxieties you kind of speak them out loud you can kind of see how ridiculous they are once they're spoken because a lot of the shit you're thinking about that is your anxiety creating scenarios that don't exist is ridiculous when you say it out loud it's going to sound it's going to sound insane mm-hmm. and i i not in like a demeaning way like you're mental you're deranged like it it just you'll be like this sounds ridiculous and i'm clearly making this up like for example i used to just um i used to have a job where i was just standing around a lot i was just standing around and waiting for people to come to me to do my job and so i would often i was in the middle of like transitioning and i was trying to get comfortable with my gender and i was not having a good time at home with it so i would just like manifest and get mad at people in my home for like doing shit before anything even happened instead of thinking about any kind of progress being made, I was just <laughs> creating these, like, violent, it's, it's kind of like, it's it's kind of like if you were to write your own nightmare while you're awake, it's just, like, unnecessary, and when you acknowledge it out loud, it's easier to, like, see how silly it sounds, but it's very real, and it's definitely... Like it's it helps some people to talk it out with themselves. Some people really like need a therapist. Like if you need Mm -hmm. a therapist or you need a friend to confide in, you know, find that for yourself. But you know, just because I know, I I know that a lot. Not everybody can like just afford therapy and shit. I get that. But there's definitely someone out there that if you if you can just work through that kind of stuff with yourself. By the time you find that person that you can confide in for that kind of stuff, whether it's like a professional or a friend or or both preferably both. You should definitely have like definitely try to have both of those things as as much as you can, you know, yeah. physically. Um if you talk it out multiple times with yourself, not the same things, but like over time, once you get used to talking it out with yourself, then it becomes easier to talk it out with them. And then you can logically debunk your own anxieties and it just starts to become like Like a, like a game of badminton, just like a little, little fucking things flying at you and you just racket them away. And if you have difficulty with... Like a rat, like a badminton batting range. (laughs) If you have difficulty with
1: like, I guess like vocalizing these things or like actualizing this in a way that you can like process it or like speak Uh about it. And it's just like a difficult thing to like, like actually speak about or like process This is, uh, I guess, the best advice Mm. that I could have for that. If you if you have difficulty with that, if you can hold a conversation with a dog or communicate with an animal that literally cannot understand English, but you Mm. can still figure out what your dog wants or like, you know, whatever, like your dog is like thinking about or whatever, and process what the animal who literally cannot communicate is doing. Or even if you're like a lot of people, they speak for their pets, you know, like they're, they're, you know, there's a big stretch, all that. If you can like vocalize that of like an animal, you can just do that for yourself. Just talk to it or try to understand it like you're looking at a fucking dog that literally Mm -hmm. can't
0: communicate. There's like two million pathways that any one of you would take to do this kind of thing. No, no two people are going to have the same path to concluding that chapter i d- just you know so d- don't don't like think you need to like do research on how to like quell your anxieties like that um you know obviously you should you should look into how to medically help yourself but don't like act like you need a youtube tutorial on how to talk to yourself that's not how it fucking works that's that's just not gonna help you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to uh just end this. This has been 45 minutes. I just wanted to end this segment by just saying, don't give up. And Big Wap Big as a community is always here for you. Of course. Um, but you reminded me to uh, turn to a fun thing. You reminded me when you said pets, when you were talking about pets. Today, my uh, sister and I took our dog to the dog park. And I wanted to tell a crazy story about that because uh this... We, we were just, like, sitting in this, like, patio kind of area. It's this really nice dog park. They've got, like, a big screen. Lovely dog uh, park. My sister knows about that dog park because her friend is a musician. He performs there. Indoor or outdoor? Outdoor. Uh, but it's got, like, organized. I think it's fake grass. It looks like fake grass. Uh, but it's got, like, a sprinkler in the middle for dogs to, like, bite at the water and mm. shit. You know, tons of dog stuff. Tennis balls. Employees that run around with the dogs and stuff. Right. Uh, it's it's great. It yeah, it was really cool, and you know we'll probably go back again. I'm sure several times in the future. But uh, there was this uh woman who walked up and sat next to us, and her dog uh came came up to me quite a few times, like like pushing into me, hmm. like while I was petting him, like like literally giant dog pushing into me to pet him. I was like, hey buddy, what's up, bozer? And I was petting him and stuff, and I and I i was like what's your name i checked his name tag and it said zazu like from lion king ah. and i was like oh that's cool um and then there were quite a few wet ass dogs that, that came up me. <laughs> i was like oh cool guys thanks that's yeah that's, that's cool thanks awesome my dog i'm glad to be a dog towel today but what i was gonna say is the only other dog that stayed around me for an extended period of time i was like petting him and he was also super wet but i was petting him i was like what, what's your name simba i'm not even fucking <laughs> kidding i was like holy shit and guess what my guess what my sister's friend's dog name is what nala oh my god dude i was like what the fuck and she uh
1: she said same should
0: She's seen no oh my Those god they're all random dogs you know kids um, kids born in the 90s though <laughs> but yeah true but yeah the the dog zazu was, was just adorable and and just was all over me and you know what, uh, I was. Like, uh, what I do not, uh, but it was quite a large dog. Probably uh, a little larger than a, than a Golden Retriever. What, what color had this, was it? Like, it had this like perfectly autumn brown fur. Um, huh. Or like like brown red, you know? Just like the most dark red autumn leaf. And it was just the, the most, he was just the sweetest. and I like big he, dogs. Uh, he, he just like could not get enough of me. And, and thankfully I got to, he came over to me before I left. It was like, it was like bye Zazu, I'll miss you.
1: I wish I could take Um, uh, Sadie to the dog park, but she is mm -hmm. such an anxious little creature, and also refuses to stay in a collar or harness or anything,
0: and will always find a way to slip out. So she just like cannot socialize. Actually, you know what's funny is that uh, our dog was was pretty anxious to like get into stuff. Eventually, she did, but she was she was like pretty cautious. She was like kind of watching shit before she went into it, and she often actually would just come lay by us and watch the other dogs, just because it was like cool outside so she got to just kind of lay Um, it was really funny too because when uh Zazu came over to me uh our dog went over to his owner and was like yeah I can do it too fuck you guys <laughs> um yeah that was just a highlight of my day it was uh he was Thank just really doggy. sweet and yeah cause my, my sister was just like he really likes you I was like I know I'm gonna take him steal the dog take the puppy But there were so many dogs, uh, it was just delightful. There there were so many, it was, it was like mostly retrievers and, uh, like doodles. Um, they were just all the sweetest. Every dog that came over, even, you know, obviously the super wet ones from the sprinkler, Mm -hmm. but they were, uh, they were super sweet and I just could, I couldn't get enough of being like, what's up, bozer? Uh, so I will happily be going back to that dog park anytime soon. Anytime. At all those it's doggies. Just, just great. It's a great uh, dog park here. I don't think in I city, have, yeah, live in. Uh,
1: since, since we got Sadie, like, well, like, three years ago, I think I have probably only called her by name maybe, like, 20 times, because mm-hmm. I refer to her exclusively as Bubbers. That I refuse to call her anything other than Bubbers, and uh. she, to some extent understands when I say bubbers but I just I just prefer that I just I just call her bubbers
0: mm-hmm. I have not a lot gonna, of
1: little am not gonna pronounce
0: Sadie I say bubbers because then I can go eh
1: hey, bubbers <laughs>
0: so I have a I have a little a lot of little like dog names like I I call I call dogs like ding dong and dum dum a lot yeah uh, I mean like what's up dingus and that's really fun I yeah, I hardly ever call, our, our dog's name is Kiki. I hardly ever call her Kiki. But it was this, It was the same thing, at, it, it's usually when, when they're in trouble, when they're doing something bad that I'll like yell their name at them. I mean, that dog park was just the best. And like I said, I mean, the Lion King connection was wild because it yeah. was the only two dogs I got to see their name tags. I was trying to uh, to get Sadie, like
1: I was just sitting on the couch waiting for something in the oven and I was just trying to get her to uh, to sit on the couch with me so I could pet her. And so I was like, like Bubbles, you want up, you want up, you want up? And then it went Sadie and she went running to me. I was like, oh,
0: <laughs> the, the fear oh, so. of God shot into her. Oh, so we, so we just don't have fun here anymore. I, I think, I think it's just uh, that just if she's a follower all of a sudden, if, if she's being called
1: Sadie, then typically that means that like, somebody's like actually <laughs> trying to get her.
0: Like, yeah. that, that's the like, you know, Adrian Michael <laughs> red alert. Yeah. Yeah. I've been grinding to the bone by my job recently. Yeah, rising grind. But in, but in like the best way. It's super sweet. I work in a kitchen and, and it's just the best the best kitchen family like ever. I mean the whole restaurant's great, but the kitchen family is just the best. It's super fun and everyone in there's super sweet. They're all they're all quite lovely. Yeah. And mo- most of them speak mostly or only Spanish, but you know, there's you know, there's plenty of ways to communicate basic things like that, and they all know, and they all know what yep. like the orders look like and shit, because uh, they've been there and shit. And most of the uh, Spanish speakers are either like cooks or prep food, so you're hardly around them anyway. But you know, sometimes, like uh, on on Wednesdays, I I work exclusively with one uh, girl who speaks. Pretty much only Spanish, a few English words here and there. But she and I are are tight. We have good communication. Yeah. We don't speak the same language at all. And they asked me that too when I when I was applying. They they were like, is a language barrier like like a problem for you? I was like, no. I've worked with people who speak Spanish before. Yeah,
1: there's there's this idea that you can't form like bonds or relationship with people through a language barrier. When yeah. I I think a thought process like that. I build a wall.
0: Yeah. I'm not talking to them. <laughs>
1: you can as long as you have something that you are like a unified thing that you are working towards together some unified goal or purpose to be there then you will find some way of either bonding or communicating through a language barrier like that like kids that grow up in multilingual areas and like you know there's plenty of stories of the kids that like they grow up uh, they only speak English, their friends only speak Spanish, but they, like, play every day and still, like, communicate and get along. Right. It's like, life just finds a way. That's not, that's not gonna be anything that gets in the way. People, like, people keep finding yeah. ways to, like, we, people connected together before we even had language at all, and we were just going, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you think that having
0: Gar, a stick, yeah rock
1: grr <laughs> fire grr, grr
0: air grr sun grr <laughs> donut grr <laughs> I like the implication <laughs> of that that
1: donuts were invented before <laughs> spoken language
0: yeah of course they were of course circles with holes in them easy E-Z easy P-Z.
1: we got many of those uh, in our own bodies grr grr flaming
0: yawn grr <laughs> Gir <laughs> Wagyu beef, New York strip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cattle was there. Cattle was there, and in a more wild state. But they did have, they did have that beef. Yeah, they had the most natural girls, just like rock in the sun. hundred percent grass fed. Mm-hmm. Grr. Grr. preheat to four hundred and fifty degrees. <laughs> <Grr>. <laughs> put rock in
1: sun for three hours
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh there's only like there's only been like a few handful of occasions where like i'll be trying to ask her something and like it's just not getting through but then eventually it will but i'm just like do i put these here and like yeah you need those i'm like no but do i put them here she's like yeah i'm like so i put them here she's like what I'm like? Okay, <laughs> stop. We need to. We need to figure this out. Reset, uh, and then, and then eventually change. Change. And then <laughs> yeah, and then we and then we figure it out. But yeah, I mean she's the sweetest too. She often pulls out pictures of herself, uh, in like nice clothes and shows everybody. Nice. Apparently she's a party holic. Is what goes around the kitchen. Wow. So I've heard. Uh, but in like a good way. She's a queen. All women are queens. If she breathes, she's a thought. Apparently,
1: for, like, most spoken languages that are, like, European, like, Latin and romantic and Germanic, all of these, uh, like, languages that you are, Mm. as an American, most likely to encounter, as an American or European, most likely to encounter, uh, apparently it's, like, there's only about a thousand words total that make up about, like, 99% of conversations in any language.
0: Like, if you just know... words total. Hamburger. Hamburger. Fry. French. <laughs> cumin. Burger. Ham. Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you just... If you learn the
1: 1,000 most used words, or even just, like, the 100 most used words in any language then that's, like, the basis of being able to have, like, smooth communication, like, 99% of the time. Because if if your whole conversation is, where do I need to go, you need to go that way, boom. That's, like, there's, like, eight words in that. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, the easiest to communicate thing ever. And people think that you'd have to, like, learn an entire language when, when... Like you don't have to know the word for milk to like have a conversation yeah. with somebody a different language. As long as you understand what connects point A to point B, then you can you can really just learn anything.
0: Well also Have I learned anything? Gotta, no. People gotta understand that that words are not the only way to communicate. You you can do all sorts of physical actions that everyone understands. You can point, you can give a thumbs up, you can give a thumbs totally. down, you can you can like you can, like, shrug, whatever, you know? Like, it's very easy to communicate if you just, like, don't be a total asswat about it. Like, you know, if you're not stubborn, like, I, I don't get what happened to English. I don't know why all these, all these foreigners are coming in and speaking googly-ass. I don't understand what the fuck they're saying. It's like, okay, then fucking go home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them coming into my country. Speaking their
1: language. A lot of the, um, signs. they their hui buck A lot of the signs you see here in Arizona, uh, like supermarkets or anywhere else, it'll be in English and in Spanish. Uh, right, yeah. And of Most course, people, they that. throw their fits and stuff over that. But it's like, we are literally against the border to Mexico. It is right here. This, this land, like, a hundred years ago was Mexico. Yeah. Like Y'all it, are... it's, it's a cow yeah. farm.
0: Cows aside. (laughs) It's cow farm. It's gonna find cows outside. It's just like like, my brother in Christ.
1: You moved to Arizona. You are going to see Mexicans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You cannot avoid it. As much as you can avoid the sun out here. (laughs) You know one thing I love seeing in Arizona whenever summer rolls around. Uh is there there are still people that will don, like, the full, like, big brimmed hat and poncho and everything, uh, Mm. which is, you know, like, clothing that is actually designed to, like, for heat of this region, so it makes sense to wear it, and honestly, it should just be the fashion, because a lot of the fashion (laughs) that is across America as a whole is based off of East Coast New York fashion, so it's all these, like, clothes that are more tight-fit, conformed to the body— and are really good at trapping heat. But that's not good for, like, the entire West Coast. And so stuff like that, like the big old hats and the ponchos, like, that's, that's where West it's at. West
0: Coast makes some noise. Yeah.
1: We gotta, we gotta, we gotta bring back uh, regional variants of fashion. Because it actually makes sense. I'm not, it's, if it's, like, 70 degrees in New York and 115 degrees in Phoenix, you should not be dressing the same. There should
0: yeah. be two different standards for that. I mean, it's yeah, it's just the mass capitalism of of the same stores and shit everywhere. It's just easier to pump
1: t-shirts everywhere instead of making stuff that's more better for the region it's in. That's why
0: America eats all the same shitty fast food, because it's fucking everywhere.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. What your diet depends on wherever you go, even though there's completely different animals and wildlife and vegetation that's native to Arizona. Still the exact same stuff that you eat here that you'd eat in New York. Cause it's all yeah. just globalized, but it doesn't make any sense to eat it here. And it probably doesn't do you any favors here because the reason why you need those nutrients and that vegetation and those animals that are native to here is because they like the nutrients you get for that help you with your specific environment. I feel, I feel like this is a, a good point to uh, start wrapping things up. So I'll ask.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess go your... to the bathroom.
0: So we should wrap things up. What's the what question? Is, what is your favorite vegetable? My favorite vegetable is probably broccoli. Yo, same! Broccoli. Broccoli's based.
1: Bro- broccoli's so good! Yeah. It gets a bad it's rap, just it makes it's so good.
0: Broccoli. Now, what's your least favorite vegetable? I don't know. I honestly don't even know all the vegetables I've ever tried. My answer for this is pretty easy.
1: Are lima beans a vegetable? Beans, I think, count as a vegetable, yes. If, if it counts, then lima beans, probably. I hate those. I have to say, and this is probably going to be controversial for for some people, sweet potatoes. Do not like
0: sweet potatoes. I hate sweet potatoes. Never liked them. Cool. Cool. Leave a comment why you like them so we can ignore it. I didn't used to like cornbread either, but now I love cornbread. I do not like cornbread. I don't hate it.
1: It's got to be be like decently sweet cornbread. If you get like Cracker Barrel cornbread and it's not really sweet and it's more... Or there's, like, definitely some places that you get that cornbread. It's more, like, dry. It's a little bit saltier. It doesn't really have as much flavor. Like, the difference between, like, Golden Corral cornbread and Cracker Barrel cornbread is, like, I think, like, that sweetness is, like, a big difference. That it, like, it has to, it has to be sweet, in my opinion. Or at least decently savory. But a lot of cornbread right. ends up being kind of flavorless. Well, I think that does it for this, uh... Late big WoW night. Yes. Uh, Get out there. Go like, subscribe, and comment. And uh, go Go make make some some numbers happen. Go make some cornbread.
0: Yeah. See you next week.